This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money in a bank and won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you can need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Nicole Sublette of Nicole Sublette Counseling. How's it going? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me as your guest today. Absolutely. So tell everyone about yourself and your business and what you do and why we're here. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a licensed mental health counselor in the state of New Hampshire mm-hmm. and also a certified hypnotherapist. I've been um, practicing psychotherapy since 2013, and I've been doing it in a multitude of settings. I have worked in substance misuse rehabilitation centers, in-home therapy, community mental health, and just recently I've decided to branch out on my own and open my own private practice. Awesome. So I guess that's a good first question. Uh, so what were you doing before, and then you kind of jumped into this as your private practice, so talk a little bit about that. So as my private practice, and so um, as a practitioner, um, I, ha- I use a bunch of combined modalities, and I also, um, practicing, I want to create a holistic approach, yeah. and in that way I can really target um, the stressors that people are facing using a variety of modalities. Sometimes when you're working for um, different programs or different systems, it's, you know, it's very, it's very prescribed, but, you know, kind of one shoe fits everybody yeah. kind of analogy and it's not a one-size-fits-all therapy is not a one-size-fits-all and so I just really wanted to combine modalities of what I use um, to meet the individual where they're at okay so that is a big step when you said starting your own practice that is a big step for a lot of mm-hmm. people because people tend to step into entrepreneurship and anything like that so how is that for you <laughs> uh, really well yeah. um, I have a really supportive office manager and I'm mm. um, I book fairly fast, and good. so it, yeah, that's, it's 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 been good. a good it's been a really good venture, and it's been amazing thus awesome. far. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So let's get in a little bit about what you do because you said you're a mental health counselor, and now you're in psychotherapy, and you said hypnotism. That yeah, yeah, cool? I do hypnotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, what I do is I offer holistic support for things such as depression, mm-hmm. anxiety, PTSD, panic attacks, multicultural stressors, parenting, family. Um, individuals and so as I said I use different um, modalities like cognitive behavioral therapy dialectical behavioral therapy um, cognitive processing for trauma and also hypnotherapy I find effective and that's actually why I went on and got additional training because it helps especially with things like stress because it involves like progressive muscle relaxation and it really can help people um, target subconscious functioning you know because we do a lot of things on a on a cognitive level but we're not aware that the subconscious is actually kind of running the show a lot of times and that's why we fall into habituations and sometimes behaviors that don't always suit us yeah so i like when you're talking about stress which i find is a very funny thing because you you probably know this um People don't really even realize they're stressed sometimes, or a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So you, like you said you can put them in with uh, hypnosis and all that stuff and hypnotherapy and help them with issues they don't know they have. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they do know. But that's why they're coming to see me. Oh, maybe. But yeah. um, it's interesting, though. People are overtaxed and overstressed, and sometimes they don't realize it because 
but then it can come out in ways um, such as they might find that they're overeating or emotionally eating or maybe having, you know, that extra drink after work or, you know, um, or poor sleep is another thing or insomnia. Mm. So stress can manifest in different yeah. ways. Yeah. And physical stress too, I believe, correct? Mm -hmm. so that's that's a big one. That's well, I think. Yeah, <laughs> physical stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Interesting. Um, so yeah, let's jump onto that because I know you had a lot of notes here as well. So you can feel free to guide the conversation how you want to see it go as well. Um, so we kind of talked about the past, kind of what you do now. Um, I guess goals for the future, kind of what you're hoping to achieve now that you know, you're up and running, you're doing well, mm -hmm. and where you're looking to take everything. Well. Where I'm looking to take everything, um, it's an interesting question. I mean, what I want to do is just be able to, as I said before, reach people where they're at, which is why I'm kind of out mm -hmm. on my own. Um, and I also think right now um, in the times that we're facing with, you know, COVID-19, you yeah. know, um, incidences of police brutality, racism, and, you know, the world is in this constant stressful state. And so people are being really impacted, you know, families are being impacted, especially with uh, COVID-19, you know, having to be at home all the time, you know, not being able to engage in the normal rituals and routines, and people are just are having to adjust their lives. And so um, I think it's also an important time to really engage in that piece of um, extra self-care right now, yeah. you know, it, it's... Because the world is stressful, you know, and, and we can't control external environments, but we can work on controlling our internal environment and create more peace and more happiness for ourselves. When things outside seem to be falling apart, we can help to make ourselves feel more um, congruent and well. Yeah, that's awesome. At least I, I, I like that approach because there's no end to things that can stress you out. Like you would know <laughs> there's no end yeah. to the watching the news and having just absorbing all of that so it's good to have an outlet that isn't destructive internally and externally that's my little input yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely and so what happens though is that um if we don't take care of ourselves especially in stressful times um those can it can have a severe impact and we're talking about also physical stress so you know if we think about incidences of you know um stress diseases like cardiovascular disease and you know hypertension and it can be really quite insidious you know they've linked some cancers to stress you know and yeah. so it's really taking care of our minds and bodies and therapy can actually kind of help bridge that and for some people mind body and soul too because you know some people there's that spiritual element of it which is a, also a protective factor and therapy can also nurture that as well hmm. um but, and, and that's also why I'm out on my own because I believe in that holistic approach. I yeah. believe in the mind, body, and soul. And even down to, um, even just talking about making simple changes, whether it's just kind of even modifications in the way that we eat or treat ourselves, or maybe um, exercise is a great way to treat depression. Yeah. You know, so simple things like that. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> so I know you had a pretty good list of notes and things like that. Is there anything you wanted to get into? Because they said we're talking about where you're going to take things, and I know there's some issues you wanted to go over. Um. Well, so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about 
overall, um, also why therapy is um, important. We've talked about coping yeah. with uh, daily stressors. Um, we talked about the somatic and physical benefits, but also um, therapy is great to deal with kind of um, our internal baggage, you know, mm-hmm. that we kind of accumulate over the years. And sometimes when we don't address things, they stay with us. Yeah. If left untreated, um, it can really have, they can sometimes result in like maladaptive coping mm-hmm. or maladaptive behavioral patterns. And once again, also result in physical ailments. And it's, and you know, our baggage can crop up anywhere, even in relationships, you know, some, you know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes when we're in a relationship, the, the baggage also comes with us. So it also crops up in the way that the way that we relate to ourselves is oftentimes the way that we relate to others. Yeah. And so when we have a handle on ourselves or if we can like stand in our truths and we can feel happiness, then it can really have an overall impact on our personal selves, our families, our relationships, our careers. Yeah. You know, that's really good. So I know when I want to say stigmas, but people have concerns when they reach out to a professional to talk about their, their issues, their stresses, things that are very personal to them. What does that typically look like for you when you're taking on a new client? Because I know that, again, that will stop a lot of people from coming in. They're like, I don't want to talk to someone about problems. I don't have a problem. you know. But when they finally admit it and they come in, that opening up can be difficult. <laughs> right. Right. It's interesting that mental health, um, it has been stigmatized, but it, it's, it's an old... It's an old paradigm, probably from the founding fathers of psychology, had some interesting ways of treating people and then the old ideas of institutions and what they used to do and lobotomies and all and all these things. And I, and I think, it, you know, it comes from the old. But therapy is just that it's it's therapeutic and it's having that additional support. And also, you know, family and friends can oftentimes be well-meaning, but sometimes they don't always offer the best advice. And so sometimes it's good to have that objective support. And therapy is really just a mirror. It's, 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 a, it's kind of a reflective dynamic. You're allowed to kind of process your experiences. And the therapist is oftentimes reflective of that. And to navigate together, it's not the therapist's jobs to advise or prescribe, well, this is what you should do. But it's, it's someone that can be a support and a reflective mirror for an individual. Yeah. I like that you said that. It's one of my favorite quotes. Um, it's probably not even a quote, but it's like the closer you are to someone, the more entitled they feel to tell you their opinion about things. Yes. And uh, yeah, so sometimes you said having someone, <laughs> having someone that's outside and free of all of that's kind of nice. <laughs> it is. It yeah. is freeing because also when we're with our close loved ones, sometimes there's a little bit of censorship because, you know, when you're talking to someone close, whether, you know, it's a spouse, you yeah. might censor what you say versus like your parents or, or your friends. And so in mm. therapy, um, when you're, you know, engaging with a therapist that you can let go of some of that, that yeah. censorship and really truly express how you feel, you know, like mm. I'm having a bad day and I'm, you know, I'm really mad at, you know, my wife or whatever, but you can talk about that. You might not be able to have that conversation you know, with your wife, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm really upset with you. And then it becomes a thing. And then it becomes a thing. Even though you should talk about that stuff. Yeah. Right. Because the thing, <laughs> and therapy also teaches, it's a good tool for interpersonal effectiveness. So it's, it's a good way to, um, express how you feel in an effective manner that 
doesn't necessarily create the other party to be defensive or have some kind of escalation. It it can really help you navigate those difficult conversations. Yeah, that's, that's good. So I totally skipped over this, which is actually a good conversation to have now that the pandemic's kind of easing up a little bit and stuff. Um, are you physically located? Do you have a practice? You said you have an office manager, so I take it you have an actual physical location? I do. I'm at six... Uh, oh my gosh, excuse me. Six Chanel Drive in Concord, New Hampshire. Okay. That's a little bit of a tongue tie for a moment. Okay, cool. Um, do you predominantly do in-person? Do you have virtual? I'm just going to get an idea of your practice. Yes. I offer um, in-person mm-hmm. appointments, and we practice sanitation. And I also do telehealth as well. Okay. Awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah, because I was saying people were getting pretty flexible there, and so transitioning from pre-pandemic to pandemic to post is probably hectic. (laughs) It is hectic. It's definitely been a challenge kind of navigating and shifting in between as we're transitioning, you know, as um, I'm starting to see more people in person, which is really nice. And and, and I like telehealth too, but, um, you know, technology has its quirks. And so it, you know, it freezes or, you know, the sound goes out. And so it has challenges for sure. I'm aware of the sound issues. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, do you see a lot of, I guess a kind of um, technical question, do you see the impact being better in person or is telehealth as good or is there still something good about talking face-to-face? I think that both are, both modalities are beneficial. I've even done mm. therapy just via phone and mm. have had really good um, success. I think it's mm. about connection and contact. Um, some people that I see don't just have, they don't have the accessibility to reach me. You know, they might not be able to drive in, or I have people that I'm seeing actually from all over the U S too, which is really, really interesting as well. And so it's telehealth is good for accessibility. And I think it can be successful except there are the glitches that can kind of interrupt the flow (laughs) of a session. That's understandable. It's why I like doing sessions in person, even for my interview, we were doing some, well, we do them virtually when I, don't have the choice to do it in person like during the pandemic and you lose a little bit of quality i personally think there's some quality loss there so i like sitting down and talking to people because there's more interaction so this is me (laughs) there is and there is more i mean definitely in person there is there is a different quality um sometimes um in um virtual therapy there are things that can be missed like so such as the way like someone might ambulate or if they're really fidgety and highly anxious like cues that I might not pick up on. I might not be able to see if they're like fidgeting under the screen, you know, I might miss that piece of like anxiety or if, or if they're in physical pain of the way that they're moving and things like that. So there are cues that can be, that you don't see as well yeah. as with someone in person. That's pretty interesting. Well, so kind of running towards the end of it, uh, how do people reach out and get a hold of you, get in contact, find out more? So they can definitely go on, I'm on Psychology Today under Nicole Sublette, okay. um, and all my contact information is on there, which is a great way um, to reach out to me. I'm on Facebook under Nicole Sublette, um, and my website, which is www.nicolesublettecounseling.com. So if you just look up Nicole Sublette, which is S-U-B-L-E-T-T-E, you can find me. Awesome. Cool. Did we miss anything that you wanted to go over? I don't think so. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. So thank you all for listening. And definitely, you know, there's nothing wrong with reaching out and getting help. So if you need someone to speak with, 
Right here. <laughs> yes, I'm accepting clients, so please contact me. Absolutely. Everyone be good. Have a good day. Want more New Hampshire Business Show? Find us at iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and www.nhbusinessshow.com.